0: Welcome to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I'm your host, Alison Price. And in this episode, we're going to be looking at the actual Christmas birth chart and some options we have for that. So when we talk about the Christmas birth chart, te- technically we're talking about Jesus's birth. Christmas is an annual celebration observed worldwide on the 25th of December. It's a special day for many commemorating the birth of Jesus, although the exact date of his birth has been a subject of debate among historians and theologians for years. We won't delve into that debate here. Instead, we're going to be exploring um, the fascinating perspective um, expressed by Nicholas Campion in his remarkable book, The Book of World Horoscopes. So we're going to defer to Campion's extensive knowledge in this field. He is arguably one of the best astrologers alive today. He provides valuable insights into the possible astrological birth charts for Christ's birth. Camprian presents not one, but three distinct charts for this significant event. So his approach offers us an intriguing glimpse into the various interpretations of this momentous occasion over time. It also allows us as modern-day astrologers, to consider the birth of Christ from multiple astrological angles, each with its unique significance and symbolism. And by examining these different charts, we can gain a deeper understanding of the potential celestial influences during Christ's birth as perceived through the lens of astrology. These three charts open a world of possibilities and they reflect the complexity and diversity of astrological interpretations, inviting us to appreciate the nuanced layers of meaning associated with Christ's birth. Each chart holds its own symbolism, offering a rich tapestry of astrological insights. Now, while we may not resolve the age old debate about the exact date of Christ's birth, the journey of exploration for astrologers is a testament to the depth and breadth of our human curiosity. It's an invitation for astrologers to approach historical and religious questions with an open mind and embrace and get some insights and nuances that different perspectives bring to this understanding. So I've chosen one of these charts because time is of the essence, and we're going to be looking at John Addy's Christmas charts that he has provided. Now, I recalculated this chart from the information in Campion's book, and I've displayed it on the blog post. You can click through to the blog post and see it there. So the angles are out ever so slightly on the minutes, but even so, we're moving forward. So the date and time we have is 8 11 p.m. August the 21st in the year 7 BCE. So we're going to uh, look into this remarkable astrological chart suggested by John Addy. Um, Addy was a prominent British astrologer from the 18th century, and um, Addy's contribution to the world of astrology is nothing short of intriguing. And if you're into the history of astrology, you need to get some of John Addy's works. He really uh, was a brilliant astrologer. He not only built upon the works of his predecessors, but he ventured a step further embarking on a journey through time by back-calculating from the pivotal moments of the resurrection of Christ and his ascension into heaven. So Addie's methods, while fascinating, involve intricate details of historical references that go beyond the scope of this discussion here today. For those with a penchant for exploration, I encourage you to conduct your own research as this particular field of study offers a captivating journey through history and the cosmos. And if you want to know more about John Addy's work, I suggest you look into his book, Selective Writings, if you can find it, which is a bit of a treasure trove of astrological wisdom. So let's just go have a look at this chart. We'll give an overview. So this is the chart that Addy has uh, proposed. Um, this chart is of special interest because it connects the dots between historical and astrological contexts. And with his interpretation, of the celestial positions at the time of Christ's birth, we can gain an opportunity to appreciate astrology's role in shaping our understanding of this momentous event. So the Christmas cart erected by Adi is a testament to the dedication and intellectual rigor that has been applied to the field of astrology over the centuries. And Adi melded historical and astronomical data to craft this interpretation that brings the birth of Christ to life through the lens of astrology. There was a great conjunction of uh, a conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter in Pisces, which happened in the year 7 BCE. This is always a significant place to start the study. It's a key piece of the puzzle when it comes to understanding the possible astrological origins of the Star of Bethlehem, and it's believed to have been a moment of celestial alignment with profound symbolism at that time. Uh, of course, Jupiter represents expansion, benevolence, and royalty, while Saturn symbolizes structure and discipline and in the sign of Pisces where the conjunction occurred this sign is associated with spirituality, transcendence and the mystical. So this alignment in such a spiritually charged sign adds a layer of depth to the interpretation and the symbolism of Pisces aligns with the concept of a significant divine event like the birth of Christ. And of course, the mention of the Star of Bethlehem is is a nod to the idea that this extraordinary conjunction might have been the celestial event guiding the Magi, who were the astrologers, to the birthplace of Jesus. It's a concept that blends ancient astrology with biblical narrative, giving rise to intriguing questions about the intersection of faith and the cosmic patterns. As an aspiring astrologer, the celestial dance of Jupiter and Saturn in Pisces was a symbolic occurrence in the night sky. Potentially guiding the Magi on their sacred journey, because this great conjunction between Jupiter and Saturn only occurs every twenty years. In the year seven BCE, was the closest one we have to the date. So in this chart, we've got the ascendant is at uh, zero degrees thirty minutes Aries, which relates to the cardinal crossing on all the angles. The midheaven is again at zero degrees thirty Capricorn, and this particular chart has the sun in Leo. The sun is at twenty six forty five Leo. Now, astrological historians persist with their exploration of these ancient charts, and if you find this interesting, I strongly encourage you to delve deeper into this fascinating field of study. I highly recommend delving into Nicholas Campion's comprehensive work, The Book of World Horoscopes. This is an amazing book. It's a valuable and contemporary reference for anyone wanting to embark on continuing their journey into this, the history of astrology. This book serves as a sturdy foundation and a fruitful starting point for your future explorations in the field. One of the standout features of this remarkable book is the inclusion of these birth charts, and it also has all the birth charts for all the countries in the world. In a way, it's like having a celestial atlas at your fingertips, allowing you to explore the astrological makeups of nations and the potential influences of celestial bodies in their destinies. So each country's birth chart is displayed. And you can have a look at those as well. So if you're in whatever country you're in, you can find the birth chart for your country. This is also, of course, known as mundane astrology. But he does go further. He also has a diverse range of mundane charts, which, are, which show the inception of wars, the birth of political parties, the introduction of currencies, and other intriguing events that have left a mark on human history. These charts provide a compelling glimpse into how astrology has been intertwined with significant global occurrences over time. And notably, the book delves into the concept of the world horoscope itself, the birth of the world. So this broader perspective encourages contemplation into the interconnectedness of nations and global events uh, to bring a, a better understanding of the collective influences that are happening all around us. I highly recommend this book if you want to go into historical any kind of historical, astrological work. So it is Christmas Eve, and um, as Christmas Eve graces us with its presence once more, we are presented with a precious opportunity. It's a moment to come together with cherished family and close friends and rekindle the bonds that warm our hearts. Yet this season is more than just merry gatherings. It's a poignant reminder to reflect on the less fortunate among us. In the midst of our festivities, we can extend a hand share our blessings, and kindle the flames of hope for those who may be facing hardships. At the core of the Christmas message is the powerful themes of sacrifice and forgiveness, and these timeless virtues hold a special place in the Christian tradition that resonates deeply during this season. It's a time when we draw strength from the willingness to sacrifice for the greater good and offer forgiveness, embodying the essence of compassion and grace. Sacrifice, as exemplified by the birth of Christ, teaches of the profound value of giving, often without expecting anything in return. It's a reminder that acts of kindness, big or small, have the power to illuminate lives and inspire others to do the same. Forgiveness, another fundamental aspect of the Christmas message, is a testament to the human capacity to heal and restore. It encourages us to let go of grudges, mend broken relationships, and extend a hand of reconciliation. In doing so, we emulate the love and forgiveness that underpins the Christian faith. As we gather with loved ones, we embrace these themes not just as a part of religious tradition, but as universal values that resonate with people from all walks of life. We reflect on the power of sacrifice and forgiveness to bring about positive change, both within ourselves and in the world around us. In the grand tapestry of life, Christmas Eve is a thread woven with love, compassion, and the spirit of giving. It is a time when we can acknowledge our shared humanity, finding unity in the timeless themes of sacrifice and forgiveness. As you celebrate this special evening, may your heart be filled with the warmth of love, and may you be inspired to share the joy of the season with those in need. Every December, as the holiday season unfolds, a meaningful tradition takes place within Starzology. So it's a time when a portion of the profits generated um, is set aside to make positive impact on the lives of those in our local community. This commitment to giving back reflects a belief of ours in the power of supporting those in needs right in our own backyard. Um, Charitable giving is a noble endeavor that transcends financial transactions. So it also embodies the spirit of empathy and the understanding that as a community, we share a responsibility to uplift one another. By allocating a percentage of this podcast's earnings to local charities, we're not only making a financial contribution, but also fostering a sense of togetherness and solidarity. Supporting local charities is a choice grounded in the belief that meaningful change often begins at home. These organisations are the unsung heroes of our communities, addressing critical needs and helping those who may be struggling. By directing our support to these local initiatives, we play a direct role in enhancing the well being of our neighbours and contributing to the betterment of our immediate surroundings. This tradition carries a message of compassion and underscores the significance of being an active participant in our community. It's a reminder to us that even small collective efforts can lead to significant positive change. And each dollar contributed represents a symbol of hope and a step forward to make someone's life a little brighter during the holiday season. As we come together to celebrate the joys this December, this act of giving back reinforces the true spirit of the season. It's not just about the exchange of gifts, but about the exchange of goodwill, kindness, and support. And by supporting our local charities, we are affirming our belief in the potential for positive change in the lives of our fellow community members. So in essence, this tradition... Uh, signifies a commitment to making our community a better place, uh, one act of kindness at a time. It's a testament to the belief that by helping those closest to us, we can create a ripple effect of positivity that extends far beyond the holiday season. And as you engage in your traditions, know that your contributions are part of the larger tapestry of goodwill, binding us together in the shared mission of making our local community a more compassionate and caring place. So the way in which you choose to celebrate this Christmas is a deeply personal and unique experience. In my home, we share the warm greeting of Merry Christmas. And it's a sentiment I'd like to extend to you now. So from my heart to yours, I wish you a joyous and heartwarming Merry Christmas. This season carries with it a sense of magic, hope and togetherness. And I sincerely hope that it brings you an abundance of blessings and a peaceful Christmas tide filled with love and cherished moments. I'd also like to take a moment to express my gratitude for your continued support and for being a part of our journey. Your presence and connection means a great deal and I look forward to the times we'll share in the future. As I bid farewell to this Christmas season, remember that love and goodwill we share can be carried with us throughout the year. So until we meet again, stay well and embrace the love and joy that this season brings. With warmest wishes and love, this is Alison. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one-hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing, and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology, and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starzology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.